Welcome to CIO Leadership Live Canada, Women in Technology. I'm Lee Rennick, editor of CIO.com, and I'm very excited to welcome Corinne Sharp, co-founder and CMO of the WIT Network, which is the Women in Technology Network. Corinne, th please introduce yourself and thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, Lee. I'm thrilled to be part of your International uh, Women's Day series. Uh, so I'm Corinne Sharp. I'm currently the Chief Revenue Officer at Shiny Docs, as well as you said, one of the co-founders and CMO at the WIT Network. Thanks so much, Corinne. I really, really do appreciate you joining us. Uh, I'm, we've worked together for the past year or so, and I always find our conversations so insightful, very energizing, and really informative. So it's an honor to speak with you today. We've created this series to support diversity in technology and to listen to women who are working in the sector who are building and supporting DEI. This year, the 2023 International Women's Day theme is to embrace equity, which I think is so important. So the first question I just thought we'd touch on is, could you tell us a little bit about your own career path and provide some insights or tips on that road path as a woman? Are there any lessons learned that you could share with us? Definitely. So Lee, I've been in the tech industry for over 30 years now. And while many things have changed, we still have a lot of work to do to embrace equity. So I thought I would start out by sharing a little story about an early in career role and how those experiences and lessons have carried with me across my entire career. So I applied to be an outbound sales role long time ago, trying to make my mark in the tech industry as so many other women are. I had no sales experience. I had no knowledge or limited understanding of technology. I had major imposter syndrome as we know many women and some men do today. But there I was in the interview with the president to sell computers to large organizations. He asked me why I wanted to be in technology. And I shared I had an older brother that was successful in tech. My father was a businessman leading a large company. I was focused on growing my career. And in sales, you can make good money. So my first lesson that I learned there was be results oriented. It's a core competency that everybody is looking for and having some competitive and winning spirit is something you need as well. So the president said they wanted to hire a woman as their next sales rep. And I thought that was the oddest thing I had ever heard. So remember back then there was no such thing as diversity or inclusion and definitely no me too error. This leader was ahead of his time. So I had no idea what to say to him Lee. And I had to think on my feet. So I said, well, it's your lucky day. And I happened to be one of those, a woman. <laughs> so wow. lesson number two, I have found over the years that using humor mm. can really help in meetings with others. Helps me when I'm nervous. And it's also a great human connector. So whether you're a developer, you're a manager, or you're a leader, using humor in business is really important. Mm. So I got the job, Lee. I was a woman in tech. And I have been here ever since. So let me describe my environment because this is an environment so for so many women still today. In my branch office, I was the only woman with about 15 guys who were senior sales reps. The only other women were admin or support staff. And I was on a mission to try and prove myself, not only to me, but that women are great salespeople. I was on a mission to get on that leaderboard. So there were two of us in this territory, myself and another guy. They said they were gonna decide how to split the territory. And I asked, why would you do that? Why not open it up? Mm. Who's gonna build the, whoever builds the best relationships, solve the customer problems should earn the business. 
So a really important lesson for me is don't let others dictate your future and don't let them limit your potential. Speak up, use your voice and advocate for yourself. So this is just an opportunity to pay attention to those, these things independent of where you are in your career. And then a final lesson was always be curious. I was always asking smart questions because I was early in my career. And even to this day, asking questions gives you more insight and will differentiate you from everyone else. And from there, I you know, moved into lots of different sales management roles, spent 13 years at Microsoft in various leadership positions, ran my own consulting firm for 10 years. And now, as mentioned, I'm the chief revenue officer at Shiny Docs, a data management software company and you know, co-founder at the WIT Network, which we're a global not-for-profit focused on how do we get more women into the tech sector and how do we support those of us that are there. That is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that and also providing those tips. And I think advocating for yourself is really important because as we go into the next question, we're going to see that, you know, in some respects, a lot hasn't changed with this industry. So I was doing some research around this in the Women in Workplace 2021 research report that McKinsey put out. It revealed that women hold only 34% of entry-level engineering and product roles and just 26% of the first-level manager positions in tech. Now, I really want to talk about WIT because WIT's, WIT's mandate is to enable more women to attain leadership positions and career advancement, which is just what you talked about, all the things you talked about, advocating for yourself, being curious, all of that stuff. Can you please talk a little bit away about the ways that the WIT network is doing that and why anyone in our network who's listening right now, a CIO or a manager or somebody who's um, in technology really could gain support for themselves and their team members uh, for growth and development through the WIT network? Oh, thank you so much, Lee. And yes, you're right. That McKinsey report that went, uh, I think it was uh, out last October. Yeah was really disheartening to say the least because more women are actually leaving the workforce than ever before and at senior levels too. So I believe the number was that they're predicting 256 years before we hit gender parity in leadership and management positions. It's actually being called the great breakup oh, and wow. something we're focused on at the WIT Network. Um, the WIT Network, we're over 9,000 members now around the globe. Uh, as I said, we want to encourage more women to join the tech sector. Um, we host over 100 technical and skills-based education sessions every year, networking, mentoring events, along with our International Women's Day and Women Management Conferences. And as it relates to women in management, we hear all the time that we need more women on boards and in the C-suite. But in reality, we need to build that pipeline of women in management which means we need more women in frontline manage to grow their careers into leadership. And we have a problem now that women are leaving these leadership roles. So with limited pipeline and gaps at the top, we're actually going backwards um, with regards to gender equality and representation at the boardroom table. So for those women that are listening, we need you to stay in and we need you to get in. Um, that's why we kicked off uh, the WIT Network's Women Management Programming, right? Yeah. 
Amazing. And you were telling me last year about a woman who had, I know you partner with a lot of corporations who help you and fund you because you're a nonprofit organization. You were telling about a woman who took, I think, some Missouri training and through that got into the tech sector and created a career for herself. So I just think the work that you're doing is extremely valuable and, you know, supporting if, if you're a man and you're an ally and you want to help your team, this is one way to do it is by joining the WIT network, having your team members have the ability to access some of this amazing support and training to really help women um, in their um, aspirations and their career goals. So fantastic. Thank you so much. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, you know, equity and why it's so important for companies. And there's a lot of research out there around um, equity and companies embracing that and what that means to improving stakeholder and shareholder value. Could you talk a little bit about that? Oh, 100%. So you're right. There are There is a lot of research out there that drives two key pivots in a business. One, if you have a more diverse workforce, it's proven that you actually have better business results. And the second pivot is the decision-making within your business is far greater and far more robust. So in, in my point of view is, is how can you support your customers, internal customers or external and partners, if your employees don't represent who you serve? Mm. And that's a big focus for leaders and organizations that are truly taking an intentional mission around their diversity, equity, and inclusion strategies. More women are graduating from post-secondary education than ever before. It's so amazing. However, as the current male-dominated leadership and managers retire out, mm -hmm. that means our talent pool will be more for women into entry-level positions right up the chain. And so for those leaders, if you are not building inclusive workforces now, then those highly skilled, highly educated women are not going to join your company. And if they join and do not have that great experience, they're leaving. There's no loyalty anymore. So all that effort that we put into recruiting a diverse workforce, making sure we have equitable, equitable pay, mm. it's lost if you have to start over and your DEI reputation is splattered all over Glassdoor and social media. No. Because as we both know, it's a very public uh, world out there. Mm -hmm. If you really have an intentional plan you know, that you're looking across your organization at diversity, equity, inclusion, we're going to see a major dynamic shift in the coming years. I believe there's going to be a whole new generation of leaders, men and women, by the way, who will not tolerate the old ways of management and who should be at the table. So maybe that's when the great retirement happens, uh, but I'm really excited to see this new generation of women and male allies uh, supporting our businesses, small and large. No, I think that's fantastic. And I appreciate those insights. And I don't know, uh, you know, I interviewed Sarah Fenwick, who's the VP of Business uh, Technology at Rens Pets. And she talked about the very same thing. She said, you know, our management team reflects our customer base. You know, and there's just such an amazing, powerful message in that, that their customer base is a combination of men and women, and it's 50-50 or maybe more so skewed towards women. And so that's how they're basing and how they're doing their hiring around their management structure and their teams. And I think being intentional, and you and I have talked about this a lot, is extremely important. And being intentional in how you're building your business, how you're building your teams to ensure that there's a pipeline of diversity uh, coming through into those management roles. So I really appreciate that feedback. And now I wanted to switch over and ask you a question about your full-time role on the leadership team at Shiny Docs, where you are the chief revenue officer. 
Can you please tell us a little bit about the types of actions Shiny Docs is taking to ensure that you're achieving DE&I? And, and also, are there advice, is there some advice you could give to others watching around the goals you're taking to embrace equity? Well, thank you very much, Lee. Shiny Docs grounds itself on our values. And I think that's first and foremost, right? We focus heavily on our employee experience and culture. Um, we advertise that, we talk about that, we hire as it relates to aligning to our values. Um, and that's really what it all comes down to. When you think about a, a solution or a product, we're in the software, data software business, it's people that build software, test software, sell it, market it, support our customers and our partners. And so we do hire with intention and our leadership team is truly committed um, to building that inclusive and diverse team across our business. And this also allows it's not just about gender or ethnicity or other factors in diversity. It also allows us to have some really interesting, unique perspectives from our employees mm -hmm. as they bring that diversity to decision making and, and ideation. And whether they're new in their career or they've been around a long time, we embrace them all. So I love that we have such a collaborative culture, um, whether you're a junior dev or you've joined us on the leadership team. You know, so, so some feedback is really around DEI and embracing equity, which is the theme for International Women's, uh, Women's Day this year, is to make sure it is ingrained in your culture. It's not a project. It should be part of your business strategy. Uh, when I joined Shiny Dogs, and of course, because of my work at the WIT Network, I had those conversations with our leadership team right up front. I wanted to work for a company that had similar values as I do. And Jason Cassidy, who you've met, our CEO, most definitely does as does the rest of our leadership team. And when we're interviewing candidates, men or women, by the way, hmm. they are asking about our diversity. They're asking about that. So your employees that are looking to join your organizations, again, men and women are looking for that. So my biggest advice is look around the room, right? If everyone looks like you, then there is no diversity. If you have no women in management or leadership positions, you are failing. Hmm. If you're not figuring out your professional development plan so you can promote from within, you will continue to have retention challenges. So be aware, be, attention, be intentional, and most importantly, be a role model for your own and other companies as it relates to embracing equity. Hugely inspiring. Thank you so much, Corinne, for joining us today. Um, and also, thank you for co-founding the WIT Network. I, I really believe it's a fantastic resource for uh, individuals wanting to build and support their career. And we'll definitely post a link to it in, in this series. Um, I really appreciate you joining us here today. Thank you so much, Lee. And thank you for all of the work that you're doing to embrace equity as well. Oh my God, thank you so much. If you're interested in seeing this video or others in our Women in Technology series, you can head on over to cio.com slash CA. Thanks again.